Hey, what is going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Trivia Rewrites. It's been a minute. It's been a little bit of a break. Demo took some vacation. And as we discussed on this week's episode, you know, when I took vacation, I took a time off. He had some guest hosts. Demo did his thing, did great. But I mean, let's be honest here. Demo reins me in. And so if I did a one by myself, not by myself, but if I had someone as a guest host, it would just go off the rails. It would be, it would be, it'd be tough. It would be, I don't think I have the the attention focus required to do that. So it took a little, little bit of a break and you know, it's good to be back. I had a fun time recording with Demo this week and I just, I hope you enjoy the, enjoy the episode. On this week's episode, we talk about sports, of course, movies come up. You know, it's a good time. Don't forget to make sure you're following us on uh, Twitter if you're not already. On Twitter, we post our This Day in History question. Um, the question this week posted is, in 1892, John Muir organizes what national organization that has an emphasis on the preservation of natural resources and land in general? Again, that'll be posted on our Twitter if you're not following us over there. Please go over there and follow us. That way you can communicate. Let us know how, how you're doing, how the show's doing, anything you want to see, anything you've learned, anything you think is interesting, yada, yada, yada. whole thing is for, um, I think Twitter is mainly for communication, despite everything that I've seen as far as its, uh, its main just formulation of social anxiety. But I think it's for communication. I'm not sure how to have to double check that, have to fact check that. And look at me go off the rails again. This is why I didn't do a solo episode. Anyway, that's enough of me rambling. Hope you know this episode. Thank you so much for listening in again. Enjoy your three-day weekend. Enjoy the Memorial Day. And without any further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode of Trivia Rewrites. Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Friday, May 28th, 2021. I'm your host, Demo, and this is my co-host, Hibbs. How's it going, man? It's going good. How's it I'm feel back. to be back? We took a little bit of a break, a little two-week hiatus, but where does yeah. hiatus come from? What language is hiatus? Is that English? Or is... <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Off the rail. This is, this is why I didn't do... I mean, it's an English word, I'm pretty sure, but it probably it? has, you know... Origin, you know, I guess. Not origin in another language, right? Yeah. Anyway, tell the something. people what we do. Uh, yeah, this is well. We usually have a little banter here, and then I tell people what we do. But it's I'm back. Boring. We had a bit of uh, a break there, and I don't know. I didn't plan that very well. I just kind of went on vacation, and then I never edited the episode that we recorded before I went on vacation. So maybe that will be the episode that I put in the can for later for weeks like this, where we don't have an episode. Sure. Yeah. Even though it's dated trivia, I don't know. But anyway, we'll figure. This, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. No this worries. This is a show where we look at the weekly news and try to write some interesting questions about it. Whether there's a record that's been set or something's happened for the first time, we're going to talk about that here. But uh, to warm us up a little bit, Hibbs has got some this day in history questions for us. That I do, and you know we've been off for. I guess three weeks now, so don't want to strain our brains here. So I just have one question for you. All right. <laughs> this is May 28th, 1892. Mm -hmm. John Muir 
organizes, and would later go on to be the longest tenured president of what environmental organization with an emphasis on preservation that is located in all 50 states as well as Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico? 1892? That's correct. Columbus sailed the ocean blue and... 400 years before this. Yeah. That's how the rhyme goes. Yeah. Um, That's how I remembered it in elementary school. Yeah. The year was 1892. Seems... <laughs> 400 years 400 before years, this, 400 years, yeah. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Um, I was going to say, I mean, hmm, I don't think this is correct. Oh, Sierra Club. Sierra Club. Sierra Club is 100% correct. Nice job. I had a hunch you were going to get that one. Yeah. But kind of I was gonna say I was gonna say Greenpeace, but I was like, I think that's newer than that. So Greenpeace? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when was Greenpeace founded. I don't know. But I figured that would be a fitting question considering how you just got back from your little uh Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a fitting question. I went to know. some uh national parks in case the listeners didn't know. But sometimes the stars align. How many does that make for you? You're trying to get all you're trying to get fifty. I don't want to say all national well, parks. Well, I say trying. trying to get fifty. It's just like hey, hey, hey. I think that's I think that's the number of realistic parks that I c- would actually go to. I think you can get them my... all if you want. Some of them are weird though. That's yeah. To be fair, let's not hit up hit up the asterisk ones. There should be like a size. Like a, a size lot of the ones definition. in Alaska are like you can't drive to them. You have to charter a plane. <laughs> it's like I'm probably never gonna do that because I don't really care about it that much. But that's fair. I don't know the number. I don't know the number. It's probably not that many. Probably like. 12 15 at this point but i gotta add them up anyway um good i like that question topical for you (laughs) topical to your life which i mean let's be we're just we're just living in demo's world i mean basically this show is just for us tips so let's not care that's fair hey (laughs) um greenpeace was founded in 1971 there you go. sorry to interrupt you but i wanted to get that out there so yeah, um, 1971, take away a few, and then you get to 92, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's easy. how I remember Greenpeace. Gets a little tricky. Watch, now you will remember that in the future, just if that <laughs> ever comes up again. Um, okay, I got a couple sports questions. We didn't discuss the questions before. We didn't. But, We're a little rusty. You're shaking it off. Um, so it's simple ones, just for you. Can you tell me who is the oldest man to win one of golf's four major tournaments? Oh, the old lefty, Philly Mickle, Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson, <laughs> good. He's now the oldest major winner at the age of 50 after shooting a 1 over 73 to win the PGA Championship by two strokes over Brooks Kepka and Luis Oosthuizen. When I saw that, like part of me thought that he was like, I'm going to stop trying just so I can make headlines by dropping out of the top 100. Because we discussed that a few, a few weeks ago, that like for the first time since like 1993, he's no yeah. longer in the top 100 golfers in the world. Yes. And so I bet he was just like, I'm just done. And then he saw how much like probably hate he got. And he was like, all right, calm down. Let's pull out that short game. And that's not a euphemism. <laughs> okay. Um, just for your information, I looked up who the oldest LPGA major winner in history the the, the woman mm-hmm. uh it's faye crocker she was 45 years old when she won the 1960 title holders championship which was one of the majors at the time 
But um, back to Phil Mickelson. Do you can you tell me who previously held the uh, the record? Ooh, for the oldest, for the oldest champion uh, major championship winner. And he did become. He became the oldest, right? He wasn't yes. like he is currently the oldest. Okay, yep. but it wasn't him who was the previous holder as well. Like he didn't. It was not. Okay, okay, because he's. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he won at like. Like forty four. I'm trying or something. to think when his last one was. I think it was a long time ago. Like it was eight years ago. I think at least since he last won. So really, um, yeah. <sighs> I mean, if you don't know, you probably yeah. wouldn't be able to guess yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, not somebody. Uh, it is. Uh, his name is Julius Boros. Julius he, Boros. What a strong won, name. Yeah, he's uh, Hungarian-American. Um, he won the 1968 PGA Championship at the age of 48. So there you go. Um, but do you know which legendary golfer he beat out in that tournament uh, by one stroke? Ooh, what year was this? You said nineteen sixty-eight. Ooh, sixty-eight. Um, oh man. Um, he's he's one of the golfers that you know, probably. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably like. I think <laughs> if it's, dang it, dude, I'm totally blanking on all old golfers' names now. Um. And if it's who I'm thinking of, I can like visualize his swing, which is the hard part. Um, golly, I would love the. I mean, I look forward to the day that like your thoughts can become written down with just like thinking about it. But I also worry about that machine that's got to get hooked up to my brain. Yeah, I would just yeah. fry. <laughs> Dangerous. Um, I'll, uh, his, I'll give you a hint. He's uh-huh. got a drink named Ooh, after him. The Arnold Palmer. <laughs> there you go. Nice. I don't have a problem. <laughs> Arnold Palmer, he finished. Uh, well, so he had a chance to beat Boros with an eight-foot putt, which would have tied him, and they could have gone into a playoff. But he missed the putt and finished second, tied with Bob Charles for second place. Um, Arnold Palmer would never win the PGA in his career. So he finished second that time, and he for the, throughout the rest of his career, he never won it, which... Uh, left him one major short of winning all four of the major golf tournaments in his career. So in relation to that, five golfers in history have won all four major tournaments. Can you name Ooh. any of them? Well, Tiger's got to be one. Correct. Good. Uh, but he also won it in like like a year's time. So... Um. Uh, okay. Well, Tiger. Tiger you can Woods. get one of the other ones. This I've heard you say this guy's names before. Is it the one I always get wrong? Uh, yes. The actor. It's the one you, it's the one you confuse <laughs> with the actor. Dang it. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm just stuck in a second guessing tornado. Um... Oh, you're trying to decide which way to go with it? Yeah, I, I'm still, I still don't remember. Um, <laughs> Jack Nicholson. No. No. Nicholas. J- Jack Nicholas. Jack N-I-C-K-L-A-U-S. Dang it. I don't know. If you need you... like a mnemonic for that. Nicholas. Nicholas is shorter. When did he win? When did he short win? Short game is golf. Well, oh, okay, sh- okay. Yeah, I guess that'll work. That'll work. 
What year did he win? Did he win it in? Because if, if it ends in a two, then I can remember it. But if it's what not, what year did he? I mean, he 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 finished the career grand slam. Oh, we did. Okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah. That. Wait. Sorry. Where were you? I was gonna say if he if he won a championship in a year that ended in a two, then I could just relate it back to Columbus. Oh, and it'd, oh. be, it'd be smooth sailing. Did. No pun intended. He probably did, but I uh, I but don't have that. In front that's of okay. Me. That's okay. Uh, the other ones are Ben Hogan, okay, Gary Gary Player, and Gene Sarazen. Hmm. Gary Player and Gene Sarazen, I have never heard of. There you go. Uh, and also, you could technically say Bobby Jones had done it, but at the time, the Grand Slam was different. Like the oh. two of the majors didn't exist, so there were four other tournaments that were considered Grand Slam. Anyway, there you go. Just a little golf trivia for you. Yeah. Um, what do you got for me? Do you want another sports? Another sports or a another movies? sports? <laughs> I wish. Uh, your dealer's choice. You got you put whatever you want. All right. Uh, we'll go with some sports for you. So, Demo, if if you were to complete successfully a your Kenko double pike, you would be competing in what athletic event? Gymnastics. Correct. It would be gymnastics. This um, very technical and just uh, powerfully demanding move, I guess is the best way to describe it, was completed for the first time this past week by Simone Biles uh, in a, a women's competition in gymnastics. She's the first woman to ever pull it off. In- I'm really glad you didn't ask me your name because I was like racking my brain. I was like, what was her name? Because I saw that video. I couldn't think of it. But okay. Nice. Yeah, it's and it's crazy that she's just like, she's so small, but just like and whenever I see like someone of her caliber doing what they do, well, which, she's been on the gymnastics scene for a long time too, like for a gymnast. For a gymnast, yeah. I mean, she's going back for the Olympics. That's pretty rare. Like usually, when did she go the first time? So one and go. Didn't she go in twenty sixteen? I want to say she went in twenty twelve as well. She won like five gold medals in twenty sixteen. I thought maybe twenty twelve. No, it was 16. But still, you don't see you've. It's not very often that you see a re- returning yeah, female no, gymnast. Not. It's just like a. But they also like. An there's also not another gymnast like that has her level of power. Like it's. It's it's just insane. Um, she's 24. In case. In case oh, she's so old. For a gymnast. Yeah, no, you're you're not Uh, wrong. That's so, that's insane to have the weight of a country on your shoulders at 20 years old. That's just not fair. It's gross. I think that should be, I think that should be factored into your, into your, like, your score. Especially with with the Olympics. Yeah, like you get a little bit of like a handicap. That way they're trying to find that, like, that peak 31 year old. Yeah. I mean, it can be. You can do that at home, Hibbs. You can re, you can award medals based on age and performance if you like. Do it on your if, own. If you think I'm going to watch the Olympics and <laughs> and judge the female competitors by their age, I'm gonna be very quiet about it. I can't. That's let, what you just said, though. You just suggested that we all do that. I suggest the people of the Olympics do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and an, an organization. <laughs> Okay. An organization that can't be corrupted, organi- broken. Organiza- like yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. The <laughs> the Olympic organization, commonly known for being very not corrupt at all. 
Right. Never, you understand. You get what I'm going with this. Never been infiltrated. Never has been, never will be. The purest of all organizations. No. But the I, IOC. To back it up, the reason I think, uh, the reason I suggested that is not because of like an Not because you're thing. a creep. It's just because I don't think, I think it's sad that like the peak for gymnastics especially is like these teenage girls that are supposed to are yeah have to carry yeah, the weight like the I pressure agree. is insane yeah um and at least you, in america if you lose did, you stay alive can you imagine you, if they were chinese like <laughs> death did you have a follow-up question or was it just hibbs rants for five minutes it was it was that. just a, a rant i wasn't like my notes don't even say rant that's just off the top wow improvisation yes and incredible Okay, I have another sports question for you. Hit me. Uh, also dealing with young athletes, uh, history was made on the opening day of the 2021 IIHF World Hockey Championships in Riga as Latvia pulled off a shocking upset over which hockey powerhouse for the first time in tournament history? Russia? I like Canada. your guess. Canada. There you go. Yes, Canada. I mean, nice. those are both hockey powerhouses, so yeah. fair enough. But yeah, Canada. They beat Canada on the first day of the tournament, and that was the first time they had ever beat Canada in the uh, IIHF World Junior Championship. Um, so the World Junior Championship, or just World Juniors, is for national teams, but all the players are under the age of 20. Um, only six countries have ever won the championship since it was first contested in 1977. Can you name these six countries? Well, Canada. Good. Nice. Russia? Yes. Woohoo! Uh, the U.S.? I'm just throwing that guess out there. Good. Yeah. We have one. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, -huh. uh, Finland. They skate. Nice. Yep. All right. Sweden. I'm going to stay in that general yep, area. Got it. Whoa. There's one more. One more. Oh, oh man. What? A, <laughs> this, this is this is just like the Miracle on Ice. This is, this is the exact same thing. Okay. You you have this. Um, you can oh, do it. No. <laughs> is this the easiest one? This All is right. a, no, this is a tough one, I would say. This is probably the hardest. <laughs> is it Jamaica? Sometimes they, they come out of nowhere. No, no. It's in Europe. Okay. 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 You're on the you're in the right frame of mind all right let me go back oh so russia canada u.s finland sweden mm. oh man finland sweden my gut is like iceland or greenland oh man i don't know <laughs> I don't like how much you're laughing at me. No. <clears throat> oh. I don't know, man. What is the last sixth one? No, you can, you can put it in. You, gotta, so you have to submit a guess at least to uh, go perfect. I don't feel like it's Iceland or Greenland because no one lives there to play. Yeah, exactly. Hockey. Good. Like they got, they're worried about just like survival. No one's hitting a puck around. Um,. <laughs> Man. Northern Europe or I mean it's gotta be northern. 
yeah. It doesn't have to be. Let me look exactly. Poland, maybe? Poland. They're Russian esque. I like the guess. My guess, my final guess is Poland. Okay. That's incorrect, but noble noble effort. Uh, It's a neighbor of Poland. A neighbor of Poland. It's Europe. They're all neighbors. It's the Czech Republic. Ah. That's not like super obvious. No. I, I, it's probably the hardest of the six to name, I would say. I'll take it. I'll take it. Czech Republic. Um, so, yeah, those countries collectively are known as the big six of ice hockey, actually, because of the 207 medals that the international, uh, it's called the Ice Hockey World Championships, like all the medals that they've given out, only 21 of those medals have been won by teams not in, in the big six. Wow. And on, only six of those have been... Uh, since 1953, only six times has that happened. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. So dominant. Wanna, yeah. They they do one thing really well. Uh, that's it. That's the, all the follow-ups I had. Nice. So close to glory. Pretty well, good, though. Czech Republic just... is a hard hard pull, I would oh, say. Oh, yeah. And I'll take the fact. I, I mean, I'm okay with Poland being my final guess. Um, but let's just, let's just round out this sports segment. We'll go the opposite direction. We're going old here with a MLB umpire. Okay. What MLB umpire uh, surpassed the Hall of Famer Bill Clems for his record of the most major league regular season games umpired on Tuesday night at the game of the Chicago White Sox against the St. Louis Cardinals? In case you're going to pick it, up, pick it up by my cadence, I was reading my question all out of order. <laughs> so I was like making sure I hit all the right uh, information. So did you get okay, it? Okay, so we're just looking for the Major League umpire who broke the record for most games umpired. Correct. I mean, I don't know, but the guy that has been doing it quite a long time, Joe West. Joe West is 100% correct. He has umpired the most regular season games. Been in the league for 43 years. Yeah. Like if, if if it happened in baseball, he was probably an umpire there making the wrong call. But like, he probably called Babe Ruth's first home run. I think he did. I think he actually like pointed it. He was like, "Hey, Babe, hit over there." And he was like, "Over there." And he was like, "Yeah, right there." He's like, oh, "That's a good idea." And that's how Babe started pointing out where he was going to hit it. Pretty sure. So he's kind of amazing. Or do you have a follow up? Sorry, I didn't want to. No, no, no. I was going to say like, yeah, anything. If you basically, like, I should have listed it off for you, but like, whatever he's. Like a lot of famous baseball major things. baseball yeah. events, yeah. Like uh like he called like Nolan Ryan's fifth no hitter or something like that. Something along the line. But like oh. he's he's been in a part. I mean he's forty three years you're gonna It always years amazes me like why does the MLB like you know who the person I want to trust with split second decisions and having good eyesight to see something is somebody who's like seventy years old. Like yeah. <laughs> you would think they would cap these people out and be like Okay, well, let's get some thirty-five-year-old guys. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like, yeah. hey, you're done. Have some experience and can see stuff and make split-second decisions. Left. Like, but no, we've got the same guy doing it for forty-three years. He's yeah. the best, dude. And what I love about umpires is they're. I mean, it's probably they probably tell you to do this that way. You don't come across as like you can't second guess them. But I mean, just the audacity in which they call plays. It's like, oh, it's like, yeah. well. It's debatable. Was it was pretty close. You almost look like an umpire right now with your hat like that. You like this? Maybe I could be an umpire. 
Maybe I'll you go just do need it. The, you need the cage, and you would be right there, right behind home plate. I have too much ADHD to be an umpire. I'd be like, I'm oh, sorry, I missed it, guys. Did anyone else? I'd be, I'd be. Oh, <laughs> Does anybody else see it? It's like little league. It's just you. It's yeah, like, I saw it. Anyone? Uh, he's safe, I guess. I could be a league. I could be a little league umpire. Literally the only guy on the on the diamond, and I would be calling out. I'd be looking at first base, like, "Hey, did you catch that one? Uh, did he swing? I missed it. I don't know. Like, what did you see? Third base? You got me? No, no one's there. Dad's behind me. You're yelling at me already. You just tell me what you saw. I and would love just, to be a little. And league. then you realize it's not a game at all. You're just drunk at a little league park. <laughs> yeah, get off the field, sir. I was like, I was trying to help. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Good. It was outside. He's crowned the plate. Charge Joe the mound. West. Yeah, Joe West. Cool. He's now umpired the most games. Who is the guy he replaced? Bill Clems, a Bill Hall Clems. of Fame umpire, which I didn't know they had an umpire's Hall of Fame. You do now. Uh Okay. Moving on from sports. No more sports. No more sports. I got a question about art. Beautiful. And museums, specifically. Uh, For the first time since its creation over 225 years ago, which museum will be headed by a woman for the first time? 225. I'm going to guess the Met. Nah. Yeah. I'm going to guess Met. The Met in New York City. Good guess. Okay. It, it's a pretty old museum in the U.S., but it's the Louvre. The Louvre. Yep. I had no idea that the Louvre was in the U.S., I'll be honest with you. It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I would have sworn it was in Europe. <laughs> it is in Europe. Yeah. Good. It's okay. in Paris. <laughs> but um... so your cadence was like, <laughs> it is a pretty old, like, that was a pretty old one in the U.S., but it's not well, that I, one. I was saying in the U.S., that's an old museum. Yes. Some of the European ones are older. Um so, for the first time since 1793, the Musée de Louvre in Paris will be headed by a woman, Laurence Descartes, uh, 54, will is the current president of the Musée du ugh, French names Musée d'Orsay <laughs> and Musée de l'Orange. Nope. Such, That's such a juxtaposition of She's like... the current president of other museums in france but now she's been appointed by the french president as the director of the louvre uh do you know the french president's name uh i mean i do but i can't pronounce it very well so you tell the people i want to hear your pronunciation oh okay (laughs) emmanuel macron is his name yeah see i struggle with that the mac yeah um good nice i would love to i want to shadow her for what does the museum president do like, I'm sure it's, like, very historical as far as, like, yeah, I bet it's know. very, like, meticulous and verification of things. Probably a pretty big, yeah, you'd have to know, like, a lot about art, but also be, like, pretty savvy business person because you don't want to, you know, you want to feature attractions and stuff, get people in there. I don't know. Yeah. Business and art overlap. Museum director. Makes uh, sense. Can sold. you name the most popular attraction at the Louvre? Ooh, it's just a guess, but uh-huh. I'm going to say the Mona Lisa. Yes. Nice. I have no, I have no metric for that. I just, it is. It must be because it's the only thing that, you know, it's one of the most popular pieces of art. And it's the only thing that I know definitively is there. Do you know anyone that's ever seen the Mona Lisa? Yeah. Do I know anyone that's ever seen it? Yeah. 
Why didn't you say like, have you ever seen it? I don't think you've never been to Europe, have you? You've been like, yeah. <laughs> see, I knew that. We're friends. Oh, okay. We I think speak my, I think, occasionally. I think my dad. I think my dad has seen it. So yes. Did he? Did he like it? Or was it like? I've only heard it's like. I mean, I want to go back. It's underwhelming. I don't get it. Well, yeah. It's probably like on its own. Doesn't mean that much, I guess. It's just like, it's just famous. You know. Yeah. I don't want to see the Mona Lisa, but I want to first for a day. I would like to be that one guy who's responsible for pushing the people in wheelchairs in front of it mm. but they have to like crouch down that way they don't get in anyone else's way so they're just like crab walking <laughs> i thought you're gonna say the guy that like cleans the glass on front in the front of it because i feel there's i hear there's like a lot of smudges and fingerprints on the glass but oh gross no i don't want to touch that <laughs> <laughs> no nasty french germs all over me um okay the louvre Ew. is the most popular museum in the world according to the source that i have which is wikipedia <laughs> With a 9.6 million annual visitors, I have a list of the top 10 most popular museums in the world. Ooh, okay, okay. Let's let's see how many of these you can get. Top 10 most popular museums in the world. Let's go. Number one's the Louvre. Number two. I'm not. Even, I'm not, I'm not why am I putting myself in a corner like that? That's not. Yeah. Not in order. Let's just see if you can get some. Sure. Let's. Smithsonian. No. I mean, no. Hang on. Host of the world-renowned best-selling movie, Mad at the Museum 2, Battle of the Smithsonian. So. Which totally went off the rails. Didn't even hold a candle to the original. No, it's not the Smithsonian. This one's, there's, no. You already named one of these. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get you a little bit of a surprise. The it's Met. It's not the, yeah, the Met is number four. I'm going to guess anything that has like a fun kids exhibit is probably going to be off the list. So Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, the Museum of Natural History in New York is very, very visited. Is that one on there? Yeah. The American Museum of Natural History in New York. Okay. Very okay. Good. That's the other one in the U.S. All the rest are not in the U.S. Yeah, I'm probably not going to get them then. This might come to a surprise to you and other listeners. You can get one more. You not get much of a museum guy. I bet you can get one more. You think... It's in Europe. It's in of Italy. Course. It's... No other place has museums. No, the Kremlin has that museum with like where they have what's his okay. name's body. I don't know. I don't know what the museum I don't know if is. That's the museum that you think of. But the State Hermitage Museum in Saint Petersburg, Russia, is on here. I'm sure that's that's got to be the one with the uh, with what's his name's refrigerated body on display. I will look it up. Who's to do with the hammer and sickle on his head? What? The red birthmark. Um, no, I, you're mixing up people now, I think, but that's I? fine. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> you can, I'm listening things off so fast, I can't even decide what you want to Google. I can hear those little fingers of you just oh. going, going to town on that keyboard. Um, one other museum. Oh, uh, is the Holocaust Museum technically a museum, or is it like a landmark? I don't have it on here. The okay. one I was I was thinking you might get is the uh, the Vatican, the Vatican museums. Oh, I mean loophole. What do you mean? You go to the Vatican. You say you go. Well, it's to like the Vatican. A, it's called the Vatican museums. I don't know. No, I mean, I get that, but it's like, 
All right. <laughs> I'm not well, blaming you. It's not your fault. The rest of the top 10 are the National Museum of China. There you go. Uh, British Museum, the Tate Modern, the National Gallery, and the Natural History Museum. All four of those are in London. And then, uh, yeah, we got we went through the rest. So there you go. Did you figure Boom. out whose body's on display? Did I get it right? Well, I have that uh, Stalin and Lenin's bodies are outside the Kremlin. Um, but are they in, are they in like a refrigerated glass? Not refrigerated. I think they're just embalmed, right? There's, I'm pretty sure there's one, maybe like the room is refrigerated, but like there's one uh, Soviet Union dictator who's like preserved and there's like, a, it's a, there's like a really fancy AC system that I guess serves the room makes more sense. That way, like the embalming lasts longer than Lenin. The... Lenin. Okay. And he's not the Lenin's... homeboy with the red scar? Who's that? No, that's Gorbachev. Who was just, who is just like, what does he fit? I need to, I need later. to do some He's research. much later in is history. He? He's like in the nineties. It's like 1992. <laughs> All right. Five years after Columbus. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Lenin's body is preserved inside Lenin's mausoleum, which is in, uh, the red square in Moscow. <laughs> I wonder if they named it while he was still alive. And this is a Lenin, Lenin mausoleum. Maybe they probably, Wait, what? maybe they did. Yeah, it's like he. What do you mean? This is your mausoleum. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the back. That was uh, okay. Sorry, that was a sight gag for a podcast. Go ahead. Next question from you. (laughs) Psych. All right, my last question for you for this week on trivia rewrites. Amazon has acquired what well-known motion picture company for eight point four five billion dollars? Well-known motion picture company. Correct. I'll give you a hint if you would like, but I want to hear a couple guesses first. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, is it like one of the big studios in Hollywood, probably, or? Uh, yeah. Like Paramount, or? It's not Paramount. Sony Pictures. Ooh, I'm really afraid that I may have put you... Um... I don't know. Give me, give me your hint. What's your hint? <laughs> Meow. MGM. Yeah, nice. MGM. <laughs> what does MGM stand for? Metro. Oh, yeah. Metro is- Goldwyn Mayer. Yes, that's correct. Acquired by Amazon, and based off of my fantastically lovely hint, what is the name of the MGM lion that is so well known for its roar at the start hmm. of movies? I don't know. I think there's been more than one, but uh, Leo. The original, yeah, is Leo. Leo the Lion. Oh. Hmm. And I'm pumped because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone should edit, edit it just so it has a little cat meow instead of the roar. Meow. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm excited because MGM owns James Bond. Yes. So... Hopefully, we see all the James Bond movies come into. Oh, okay, yeah. Amazon cool. Video, Amazon Prime, or whatever. Yeah. Hopefully, there's a lot more. Like, yeah. I thought you were gonna say because I was reading that uh, 
they're pretty protective of the James Bond licensing. So they were worried that if Amazon bought it, they were going to do like, oh, like TV series and a bunch of spinoff stuff. Whereas, oh, it's, yeah, it's almost exclusively been just like there's been nothing outside of the movies and the books, basically. Mm hmm. And I kind of like it that way. So I don't know if I would like a James Bond TV series because that would kind of be, you know, it's always been just the movies. So. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And like in the movies are you wait. Yeah. It's like an event. You know? Yeah. And it's it like five a... years and then there's a James Bond. Yeah. And there's always like, oh, but who's singing the song? And like, oh, what's the song going to be? And <laughs> Well, if it's a famous person singing the song, which doesn't happen that often. But and the last two have been Adele. Or... <laughs> that's a callback. I don't know. Because that's what you said. <laughs> I guess I remember Adele and... Uh, that was like the first episode. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> yeah, Billie Eilish and Adele have done the most recent... Or no, Adele and then... Uh, what's his name? Sam oh, Smith. Sam Smith. And then right. Billie Eilish is the most recent one. But who was... I mean, to be fair, who was after Adele? <laughs> Sam Smith. I mean, before. I was going the other way in my mind. Oh, before. I mean, anybody before or directly before? Because I don't know 08, but I know like... Jack White has done it. I know Paul McCartney has done one. I know, like, okay. pretty famous people have. I say I corrected. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Okay. Yes. Nice. MGM acquired by Amazon. Eight point four five billion. Billion. And that's all got I got it. for you. So the rest of the video, the rest of this podcast is, I mean, no pressure, but it's all on you, Holmes. All right. I have one more question. All right. A court, this is about the environment. Ooh. A court there. in the Netherlands has ordered which global oil company to cut its carbon emissions by 45% by the year 2030 um, from 2019 levels. Previous to the ruling, the company's emissions reduction target was 20% by 2030. And this is the first time that activists have taken a major energy company to court to uh, overhaul its climate process, climate strategy, excuse me. <clears throat> Which oil company did the court in the Netherlands sue, essentially? Yeah, they ordered them to lower their emissions. Be better. I'm going to go BP. They're always messing up. British Petroleum. <laughs> Is your answer? It's not BP. They're a major oil company. It's actually uh, Royal Dutch Shell, also known as Shell Oil, but ah. they're a, they're a Dutch based company. So who's going to be my next guess? Uh, headquartered in The Hague, uh, Netherlands, and because I was like, oh, well, how binding is that going to be? But apparently, yeah, pretty no, binding. I, pretty I, binding I, if they're based in the Netherlands. So. Yeah, I had that exact same thought. I was like, <laughs> okay, are they going to tell Exxon like, hey? Clean it up. Okay, yeah, sit yeah, down. But I guess as long as they're headquartered in the Netherlands, like, I, they have to yeah, abide by that. Fair. I don't know. Um, I didn't really have any oil-based questions, but I have questions about the environmental movement. Just some trivia about the movement in general. Let's just hear it. Yeah, what you got? All right. First question. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me which environmental disaster was apparently the catalyst for the first Earth Day how about just what type of disaster? Is this oil related or is this just environment? I don't know. You tell me. Okay, 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 okay. The first Earth Day. 
I'll tell you what year it was. It was in 19... The first Earth Day was in 1970, I believe. Mm, okay. Man, what? what like, it's. I mean, my guess is just oil spill. I don't know what other like... That's it. I'm not even going to let you waffle. It was the 1969 Santa Barbara oil spill specifically. And apparently Dennis Hayes, who was the organizer of the first Earth Day, said that Senator Gaylord Nelson from Wisconsin was inspired to create Earth Day upon seeing the Santa Barbara Channel. Uh, it was an 800-mile oil slick from an airplane. And he was inspired to uh, propose the bill for Earth Day. Huh. Um. Next question. What book published in 1962 and document which documented the adverse environmental effects caused by indiscriminate use of pesticides jump-started the environmental movement in the United States? 1962? 62. Well, I should know this one. That's my year. Um, oh, is this a well-known book? I mean, it's a trivia question. But Fair. I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's a well known book. But my pesticides and me. Um, okay, not, here, here's uh, here's a hint for you. It's not loud, yeah. quiet, quiet killer. No, not quiet, but close to that. Silent killer. It's silent, and it's Death. a <laughs> it's a season. It's a season. Silent fall. Nope. Silent autumn. No. <laughs> silent summer. No. Man, Silent Spring? Yes. Nice. Silent Spring. Very good. Wow. How'd you know that, Hibs? You know, I've done some reading. <laughs> Silent Spring I, was I the name of the book. I love pesticides, so I'm trying um, to learn everything I can about the opposition. Uh, the book was met with fierce opposition by chemical companies, um, but owing to public opinion, it brought about numerous changes, um, including a reversal of the national pesticide policy, which led to a ban on which pesticide you know the name of that pretty famous pesticide is it still a famous pesticide or is it like a like it's like it shut down the company or like <clears throat> i don't know i just usually i don't know are you a pesticide guy am i a pesticide guy <laughs> yeah how do you feel about pesticides Demo? i don't know i don't have a yard so mm. pretty neutral but that pesticide was called DDT. Don't it sounds know. familiar. I don't have any. If you know, if you remember one banned pesticide, remember DDT, because that's always the answer. Don't buy DDT. Well, I don't even know that you can't buy it anymore. But oh, I know, I know. There people. you go. Um, final question: What was the first U.S. national park? Bookending this episode about questions oh, about national let's parks. Go. Oh, the first national park. I want to, uh, is it, is it Yosemite? My guess is Yosemite. I don't it's think not, that's right. It's not Yosemite. It's, it's, the other it's one. California though, right? Mm, Yellowstone? Yellowstone. There you go. Yellowstone. That's not California. I, I can't remember where all it's Yellowstone is. It's in stretches. Wyoming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That sounds right. Yellowstone National Park. March 1st, 1872 was the first national park. And thus ends the trivia questions and for this week's back. episode. Um, oh, man. It feels good to be back. We haven't recorded in so long. 
a checking. We're going to move on now to mailbox. I don't have oh, yeah. any emails. Did anyone tweet at us the entire <laughs> the entire two weeks? No, and admittedly, I have been quiet on the Twitters. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But uh, if you, listener at home, have a suggestion for a topic or a trivia question that you saw or something interesting that you read, why don't you send that to us by email at triviarewrites at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter at Trivia Rewrites. We would love to hear any interesting fact about the weekly news that you have. We would love to talk about it. Um, what else do we do at the end of the show? <laughs> Is that it? I think that's it, man. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're back. Hopefully uh, back in the swing of things. Hopefully I can get this episode up faster than the previous one and you know uh, if you do you do if you don't you don't yeah well that's a interesting way to go through life but you know some people have deadlines (laughs) do we though (laughs) anyway um i think that's all we have here we appreciate everyone for listening and we will talk to you next week take it easy guys